Broadcasting live from atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. Show. All right. Happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman live on your radio. Hard-hitting news that it was refused to use, no doubt, starts now. This is the broadcast for June the 1st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is our one of two and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. Yes, indeed, we use the blueprint for liberty, the supreme law, the land, the Constitution for the United States of America is our guide and absolutely we're convinced the checks and balances brilliantly put in place by the founding fathers, one of the great peaceful restorative solutions we still have at our fingertips. As you know, we reject revolution. We stand for peaceful restoration of the greatest country on the face of the earth. Welcome to Liberty Roundtable Live. A quick recap of yesterday's show makes sense, and it starts now. We had our guest on, Mr. Richard Mack, founder and president of the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association. Uh, Sheriff Mack wants a partnership between local law enforcement, sheriffs, and citizens. We want to back the sheriff if he keeps his oath of office, if he understands checks and balances, if he's willing to provide due process of law, and act as an intermediary against or between us and out-of-control government, that is the key to success, ladies and gentlemen. We also talked about these historic May storms going on. You've got strange stuff going on. Heat waves, cold snaps, tornadoes, hurricanes. It's just, wow, amazing how much weather is going on. And, um, you know, they've had to cancel a ton of flights because of it, all kind of things. We talked about Lake Mead in Nevada, Arizona. It's a reservoir. Um, it's at the Hoover Dam, if you will. It's the biggest man-made lake in the United States. It's huge. And we talked about the 10 largest man-made lakes in the nation. Lake Mead in Nevada. Lake Powell in Arizona. La Sakatawea, North Dakota. Lake Ovi, South Dakota. Fort Peck Lake. Montana, Lake Franklin in Washington, Lake Cumberland in Kentucky, Lake Kukanissa, Montana, Shasta Lake in California, Toledo Bend Lake, Louisiana, and in Texas. Those are the top largest man-made lakes. A lot of water, folks, but here's the problem. Most of these lakes have really, really, really low water levels right now. The drought out of control. Over 2,500 flights were canceled over the weekend. Uh, a lot of it was blamed on weather, computer systems, and the like. Ladies and gentlemen, we, we have a serious problem in America, and one of the things that I find interesting is no one's thinking about God Almighty, the ultimate weatherman. Nobody. Kirk Crosby brings this up a lot, and wisely so. How come we don't think about the weatherman? I mean, we look at the biblical record, and it's, it's replete with information about, look, you disobeys God's commandments, and he'll use the weather, floods and earthquakes and diverse places and such to stir us up in remembrance of our God. And in modern day, no one's talking about this stuff except for the very few, us being among them. Why is that? If we want answers, do we just go for government global climate change initiatives where government rules and lords over the people? Is that the answer? That's what they want you to believe if you accept the Davos meetings that just took place and wrapped up last week. I reject all that and say, let's turn to the ultimate weatherman for solutions and peace and safety, shall we? All right, we talked about the F 
or I'm sorry, the ex-FDA official, he reveals how the agency caused the baby formula crisis. And now the federal government wants to end the supply problem. Why don't we just get government out of it? They caused the problem. Now they want to fix the problem. That's the classic Hegelian dialectic being used against the people, ladies and gentlemen, where always there's a problem. And the only answer ever floated is more government. It is amazing, ladies and gentlemen. All right, we talked about in the six gubernatorial primaries, Donald Trump, well, he kind of did okay. He did 50-50. He lost 3-1-3 for those that have already been decided. To date, the Trump-endorsed candidates in the Senate, 100% of races where a winner's been declared, Trump's got it. So he's making a difference, but it's not as big as some people might think. Now, Dick Morris, to Newsmax, Trump will not just run in 2024. He will win. Trump will ultimately war- run in 2024, but not likely against Biden. They say it'll be somebody else. What do you think? Would you vote for a Donald? I didn't vote for him in 16. I didn't vote for him in 20, and I'm not willing to vote for him in 24 either. He's made a lot of promises, ladies and gentlemen, and he's failed on those promises. I told you that right when he came down the escalator, though. I told everybody that, look, Trump's a liberal. He's a rich guy. I mean, he's fading conservative now, but he doesn't understand the Constitution. So he's done a lot of good. You know, his conservative values have led him to be pro-life and try to make something happen on the border. And, you know, I mean, he's tried to do some good. A lot of his rhetoric is spot on. But there's like zero follow through. Case in point, he said that Barack's birth certificate was bogus. He acted like he wanted to find out. But once he became president and had the authority to find out, he didn't find out anything. He said, lock her up on the campaign trail. Nothing happened to Hillary. In fact, we'll talk about that as the broadcast unfolds today. I could go on and on. My goal is not to attack Donald Trump necessarily, but my goal is to say he has a mixed record at best. Anyway, we uh, then, with the Sheriff Mack show in hour two, simulcast, we talked to Clickatech County, Washington, Sheriff Bob Songer doing a great job, and he talks about creating sheriff's posses. He created a, a guide of how to support others in creating sheriff's posses. He's really, he's got a whole guide to help sheriffs do this across the country that he's willing to make available to sheriffs for free, just as a way to say, I love you, and this is the way to peace and prosperity in America. What is the most important issue sheriffs should be focused on that they're not currently doing, Sheriff Mack asked Bob Songer, sitting sheriff. And uh, the Constitutional Sheriffs and Peace Officers Association is calling upon all Americans and law enforcement to come together and pursue the truth when it comes to election fraud and vote fraud. CSPOA.org to learn more about our efforts. We also talked about in Lee County, Florida, the guy's name is Sheriff Carmine Marshall. He issued a warning to those who would attack a school in his county. Following last week's tragedy in Texas, he says this, Hey, you cause trouble, you come to a gun, or you come to a school with a gun, you want to kill people, we'll just flat out shoot you. We will kill you. We will not wait. We will not hesitate. We will kill you, says the sheriff. Amen to that, ladies and gentlemen. Look, I don't want people to die, but look, if bad people do things with guns, um, they want to wring their hands and wonder, what do we do? I'll tell you this. How did we stop the last 10 gunmen? Answer, good guy with a gun every time. So how do we solve it faster? More good guys with guns. Got it? Good. Let me say that again. How do you solve the problem faster? More good guys with guns. Got it? Good. Anyway, archives of the simulcast of the Sheriff Mac Show on TV and Liberty Roundtable Live. LibertyRoundtable.com, LovingLiberty.net for the audio. Brideon.com if you want to watch the TV version. Check it all out. And that's a recap. 
uh, the broadcast that took place yesterday. You want to solve the gun problem, ladies and gentlemen? More good guys with guns. They would have got to them sooner. Looks like the police was all wimpy in Texas, couldn't get her done, had to have the Border Patrol roll in. I guess an off-duty guy had the guts to go in and stop the thug. We just needed a good guy with a gun sooner, that's all. Maybe he wouldn't have even went into the school if we had a good guy with a gun sooner. The answer, good guys with guns. <laughs> all right, without further ado, the news that I refuse to use today starts now. James Edwards with me. Welcome to the broadcast, sir. Sam, it's great to be back with you today, and I woke up extra early this morning to do my due diligence and go over all of the material you sent me that we'll be talking about this morning. I listened to the clips. I am ready. I am loaded. I am uh, on fire, and I've got a story for you that maybe we can get to a little bit later. I'll talk to you in the break about it. Yeah, we'll do it, ladies and gentlemen. So I just want to tell you, though, the answer to the problems, I don't care what anybody tells you. All you got to do is, I'm not very smart, James, but just follow me. All you got to do is say, how did we stop these guys? Every time a good guy with a gun comes in and stops the bad guy. So isn't the answer so simple as to say if there was more good guys with guns to where one of them could have got there sooner, it would have been better? We talked about this. I'm just not very smart, but think about this, James. The obvious has become so muddied in this country on just about every issue over the course of our lifetimes that, uh, yeah, it, it's hard it's hard to see straight. But and you think you're dumb. I think I'm dumb because I see such common sense solutions, but everybody tells me it's wrong. I was talking about this. You know, we live in Memphis, so it's not unusual for us to eat barbecue. And I was out with my father-in-law, my wife, and kids last night. We're at a barbecue restaurant not far from the house. And uh, there was some updates uh, on one of the TVs that were playing in the in the restaurant about this shooting. And, and my father-in-law and I were just talking, like, why in the world did they not go in there? And, and as you said, I mean, they were told to stand down. I mean, there's a really a lot of mixed messaging about exactly who gave the order, why they didn't act sooner, what they were waiting on, and you're getting some, some conflicting uh, information there. And now I think the Uvalde Police Department has basically gone uh, radio silent on it. But you go in, in a situation like that where you've got this guy in there and he's shooting kids, you go in. You don't wait to assess the, the situation. You go in there. This is Texas, right? That's what the Cowboys would have done. And you're right. Had it just been one guy, um, you could go in there with fours. you got five guys, ten guys. You know, it makes it a lot easier. You go in there with guns and you take care of the situation. You're exactly right. More guys with guns could have finished that. And uh, really, uh, a law-abiding citizen could have finished it before the police had gotten there. Um, if, if somebody had been there, I know my father would have former police officer, former, um, captain of the fire department himself. You know, you don't need to wait on a cop in a situation like that. I don't even know how to respond to this because what's interesting to me is even the Republicans, James, who, um, you know, for the most part, traditionally have held lines saying, no, we're not going to go down this road. Now you got Mitch McConnell providing the lead, and you got Republicans ready to go down that road for really the first time in a long time. I've we'll got come back to, to talk about, about this a little more. Hang tight, Liberty Roundtable Live in seconds. James Edwards, Sam Bushman on your radio. There has been no. 
no evidence of widespread voter fraud. The 2020 elections were one of the most corrupt in history. See the proof for yourself. We tracked 2,000 mules making multiple ballot drops. 2,000 mules, the shocking new movie from Dinesh D'Souza. One mule made 53 trips to 20 drop boxes. 2,000 mules. Join the special virtual premiere and Q&A on May 7th. Get your tickets now. Available only at 2000mules.com. 2000mules.com. Sponsored by Salem Media Group. Small Business Tech Guys is a team of experts ready to assist you with any service relating to growing your business. Our team specializes in information and technology, social media, general consulting, and HR. We thrive on assisting startup entrepreneurs with growing their businesses. If it's small business, it's our cup of tea. To schedule your free discovery call today, consider sbtechguys.com. We keep an eye on tech so you don't have to. sbtechguys.com. Why does the left lie constantly? Because they get spiritual power from lying. The lies come from Satan, the father of lies. John 8:44. Here's how the political lying process works. Satan provides the beast with a lie. Then the more they use the lie, the more spiritual power they get. Look, the media is a lie multiplier, and this multiplication gives more evil spiritual power to the beast, and that can overwhelm and even deceive the body of Christ, especially when the body is being disobedient to the head. The churches today are incorporated, so they're subordinate to human government. They obey the beast and do nothing to restore our national relationship with God. And the government shall be on his shoulders, Isaiah 9, 6. That verse is not for the present-day church. Rather, it is for the end-time church, the body of the Lion of Judah, a message from Christ Kingdom Ministries. politicians, bureaucrats, and educrats, and all do-getters to please obey the supreme law of the land, the Constitution. This is Liberty Roundtable. All right, James Edwards, thepoliticalcesspool.org, Sam Bushman on your radio. we got a plethora of stories to discuss for you. We're talking about the shooting in Texas, and look, the cops didn't go in. Everybody was wimpy. We, we see a pattern. They claim that they're going to get ready for the next shooting. They claim that they're going to put things in place. They take and spend a ton of money. Then at the end of the day, they go, well, we didn't have a police officer there. Well, a teacher propped open the door. Well, wait a minute. I guess a teacher didn't. That's false information. Everything we get from the cops is false and bogus and switching stories and manipulation. And, and now, basically, all I know is this. Nobody went in for literally well over an hour. <laughs> Literally, this shooter went ballistic outside for 12 minutes before even going into the government school. Uh, but yet we don't have enough good guys with guns to stop them. That's really the deal, James. That's exactly right, Sam. And, of course, there's even information that the police were assembled or some sort of a law enforcement entity, I don't know what agency it was, was assembled in the hallway for uh, an extended period of time just outside the door where this guy was. Now, I don't know if that's true. Again, you're getting a lot of conflicting stories, but we do know what, what finally ended it was a show of force that happened far too late. I mean, you know, if 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 you're a, a beat cop, you get a 911 call, and there's somebody shooting people, they go and they stop it. I mean, if they're barricaded in a house, sometimes I guess they, they wait outside in the stage if there's really no threat of danger to anyone but themselves. But in a situation like this where you've got kids, I just I don't know if I can recall such a scenario as this. And 
It really wasn't a hostage situation. I mean, when there wasn't any negotiations going on, I mean, he was just in there wantonly killing people. But the Democrats are, of course, in all truth, Sam, very excited this has happened. Uh, they are absolutely using this uh, to better their standing this fall. We'll see. I mean, even in a situation as tragic as this, Americans and everybody really now in this age and this the, the, the way news cycles come and go have such a short attention span. But there's three things going for the Democrats right now that uh, were not in play as recently as a month or two ago. I mean, they're heading for this historic wipeout, uh, by all accounts, in the midterm elections. Uh, but they've got uh, a little bit of energy for their base based upon the fact that the Supreme Court, for the first time in my lifetime, has actually done something good, and that's with the situation concerning Roe versus Wade. So that may mobilize their base a little bit. And then you got, uh, of course, the Ministry of uh, Truth that uh, <laughs> it's come out with Michael Chertoff now in control. And that was a big reason Trump won in 2020 was that there was freedom of speech that existed on the Internet. It was much more prevalent in 2020, although there was still a lot of censorship uh, than uh, existed existed in 2022, and uh, we're going to see what they can get done in terms of stifling uh, the free exchange of information on social media platforms before the midterms, and that is, of course, well underway. And then the situation in Texas that we've been talking about where they can really go after guns. And yes, to your point before the break, you see now Republican leadership starting to bend a little bit on this. You should never bend on this. This is absolutely, we talked about this at length last week. Of course, the problem is not guns. How do we know the problem isn't guns? Well, the problem didn't exist in, say, as recently as the 1950s and 60s. My father would tell stories about going to show and tell with the with a shotgun. There were guns in the in the uh, cars of, of most of the high school students. They'd go hunting after uh, uh, after school. You would see this a lot in the South, shotguns in the gun racks of trucks while parked on school parking lots, and you never had shootings like this back then. So... Uh, to cut to the chase, it is obviously not a gun issue. Guns have existed in this country forever. This isn't a new thing. It is a societal issue. It is a, a society that creates this um, atmosphere where nothing matters. We're all consumers. We're all uh, interchangeable parts. Family doesn't matter. We've embraced this culture of death. Life doesn't matter. God doesn't exist. Well, if God doesn't exist, you're not living for anything eternal. And if life doesn't matter, you can kill babies in the womb. So, hey, what's the matter with killing them in third grade or fourth grade? If, if nothing matters, then you're going to have this nihilistic behavior, the sociopathic behavior where you're disconnected and you're, you're unrooted from anything that, that, uh, that gives you meaning and purpose and value in life. You will have things like this. So that's what I say, Sam, and that's what neither of the parties are really addressing and certainly the media is not addressing. It's either white supremacy or guns anytime you have a situation like this, uh, but neither of it cut to the true core of the matter, and that is that we've gotten away from God, we've gotten away from family, and this is the result of such a society. That's it. And in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, the alarming reason to focus on this, because this just this goes on every single time, right? So that's nothing new. The alarming, in my opinion, reason to bring this up now is, look, significant Republicans are ready to go along and cave. Okay? Uh, they're literally now saying, hey, <clears throat> you know, how did this guy get more firepower than the cops? Now, I don't understand that because the cops have been getting NRAPs and all kinds of government vehicles from the military and whatever for years, years and decades. I don't see how an 18-year-old with a couple of guns uh, can out, you know, gun and out uh, military <laughs> hardware, the cops. Again, this whole narrative uh, points, in my opinion, to an agenda, whether it's they knew it and they created false flags or whether they're just taking advantage of these 
unfortunate events, turning them into a false flag, uh, let no, you know, nothing go to waste kind of an idea. I don't know. All I'm telling you, though, is when you look at this, it is shocking that the Republicans are really going along. And this is where you better stand up and be eternally vigilant right now, because if the Republicans go along and there's not a lot of opposition, Trust you me, they'll slam dunk gun control on us, folks. Look at Canada to the north if you want to see how abusive it can get in a hurry. They're using other nations and saying, look, other nations don't have the problems that we have. They also don't have the liberties we have, ladies and gentlemen, either. Uh, But I digress. All I'm telling you is you better be alert on this one. Look alive is what I would say. All right, the Davos meeting ended just a couple of days ago, James. And the interesting thing coming out of that is this. China got elected to the World Health Organization Executive Board. Um, Literally, this is the regime that crushed everybody who courageously tried to warn the world about COVID uh, and the cover-up and the, uh, in my opinion, bioweapon that not only COVID is, but the vaccine is, uh, etc. And literally now, China sits on the WHO, the World Health Organization Executive Board, Nobody opposed it, James. Nobody. Yes, this is, um, again, interesting in so much as, and I was going to talk about this with regard to the media when we get into that a little bit later with uh, regard to how the the treatment of Mo Brooks and the the issue of the election and, and all of this. But the media speaks with a single voice on any given issue. I don't want to dive too deep into that. I mean, that's obviously not a unique uh, observation. We all know that, but there is a point I'll make with that. But so too do these nations and these na- and, and the leaders of these nations and the leaders of these uh, of corporations and the leaders of industry and the titans of industry. Uh, there is, uh, for as much as we are told that diversity is our greatest strength, there is no diversity of opinion. And uh, you see it here again at Davos, uh, just uh, across the board, not a lot of discussion, not a lot of uh, debate and well, here are the results that you just mentioned. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. I just look at that and I just go, "Wow!" You know, the China country, the communists, literally put on the WHO board. Donald Trump was right when he wanted to jettison the WHO, and he said those guys are criminals and everything else. Again, he gets so many things right, so many things wrong. It's a mixed bag, to say the least. Uh, But anyway, there you have it. Turns out, you know, we've been telling you this for two years. And the mainstream press mocked us, ridiculed us, called us conspiracy theorists. However, the facts shall come out. The truth shall make us free. Turns out now that the government's forcing um, the, well, let me say this. The judges have forced the government to release information from the FDA and the CDC and everywhere else. 55,000 pages a month from what I understand. Uh, They wanted to try to bury it forever and keep it secret or classified the judge said uh-uh no you don't and so we're getting more and more and more evidence to make our point ladies and gentlemen and here's the latest fda knew that vaccinated people were more likely to contract covid did you hear me the fda knew that vaccinated people were more likely to contract covid mass vaccination ladies and gentlemen triggers spike in cases and deaths. Joseph Mercola, theepictimes.com with the piece. But researchers confirmed that the main damage from COVID is caused by the spike protein, not the virus. 
So if that's the case, why are we injecting people with vaccines, right, that teach their cells to make a spike protein? How long these potentially lethal proteins will stay, remain trapped in the blood vessels and in the body and attacking the organs, nobody even knows. We don't know what damage they might eventually cause or do or any of that kind of stuff. But literally now released, forced released pages document that Pfizer and all these experts at the CDC and everybody, they knew that when you get vaccinated, your likelihood of getting COVID and or dying increases. It's in their own reports, ladies and gentlemen. It's a bioweapon and we now have the proof. Liberty Roundtable, live. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. President Trump White House Economic Advisor Peter Navarro formally filed a lawsuit Tuesday against the January 6th Committee and the Department of Justice. In a case where he'll be acting as his own attorney. Of the lawsuit, Navarro said, quote, It's 99% aimed at the kangaroo committee that House Speaker Nancy Pelosi formed, end quote. As should be noted, Nancy Pelosi's mostly partisan committee rejected the Republicans' choice to serve on the committee. President Biden will push a new economic agenda and migration policy at the ninth annual America's Summit scheduled for June 6th through the 10th in Los Angeles, California. That's if he can get key leaders to attend. Mexican President Obrador said that he will not attend the Summit of Americas unless all nations are invited. He would then send an envoy in his place. Thanks for listening. We are USA Radio News. Diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-9336. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-9336. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-9336. 800-444-9336. President Biden's Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen called inflation transitory. She's now backtracking on CNN as inflation is here to stay for a while. Look, I I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. There have been unanticipated and large shocks to the economy. Hundreds of billions of COVID dollars was lost to fraud. Republicans want answers from the Biden administration for mishandling such a large amount of money. House Republicans are demanding answers about COVID tax dollars lost to fraud that the Biden administration was investigating. Ranking members sending a letter to Attorney General Merrick Garland saying there were reports of fraud totaling hundreds of billions of dollars. The letter criticizing the lack of critical safeguards that could have left those funds open to improper use. 
From the USA Radio News Phoenix Bureau, I'm Tim Berg. USA Radio News. With news the networks refuse to use. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk Show. All right, so the FDA literally knew that, hey, the more vaccinated you are, the more likely you are to get COVID, the more likely you are to die. They didn't really understand everything behind it, they claim. Uh, But nevertheless, it's the spike protein that literally kills and gets people sick and everything else. And they literally give people vaccines that crank up the spike protein through every cell of your body. Now the information has been released from their own reports by this forced judge-mandated 55,000 pages a month release. We have the goods. We've been telling people this the whole time, James. Yes, I. Uh, as we get a little bit further removed from the height of the hysteria in 2020 and into the early parts of 2021, I become more and more pleased and proud, frankly, of uh, my decision and the decision that we made for our family, my wife and I, to not go along with any of this. And I'm not casting shade at anyone who may have thought for whatever reason it was in their best interest to get vaccinated. That was a personal choice that everybody has the free will to make in this country. And I, I'm not smarter than you and you're not smarter than me. It's just that that's a personal decision on how you want to yeah, go Yeah, but here's my it. problem, James. I'm okay with people choosing on their own whether to take it or not and i'm not here to be critical of people doing the very best they can to make the best choices they can i'm okay with all that let me tell you what i'm not okay with people taking the vaccines because they've been lied to when the studies that prove otherwise and they knew and lied to you that's that's what i'm getting you take a vaccine on that lie i have a problem not with you doing what you think is best but i have a problem with you making decisions based on known lies criminals need to go to prison james that's exactly right so you sort of crystallized what i was stabbing at there and that i am pleased as we are more removed from this that i never fell into all of that because it was so much pressure i mean from every possible mouthpiece of the regime every organ was pressure 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 for you to get this thankfully i lived in a rural southern county where it just wasn't that big of a deal and i mean we certainly knew i mean you you get all of this information you're just pummeling you constantly and it you know it, it does wear on you a little bit. I mean, you have to have a, a, a very much a, a sound mind to to withstand it. And uh, but we knew at the the end of the day that this just wasn't. Yes, there was something going on. People were getting something, but it just wasn't that deadly. You look at the statistics, and it just you knew you might get sick, but you 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 weren't going to die almost certainly. And and then you just go on with your life like any other any other illness. But uh, what they did with that, I I still don't know if it was some beta test for population control or uh, to see how compliant uh, citizenry would be. But I, I for the first time in months, we were out and about yesterday, and there was a store that said, you know, no mask, no service. And I thought it was some sort of a joke, but they were serious. So there's still some people kind of uh, in the grips of this. But uh, and now, of course, you've got the monkeypox thing that uh, that they're trying to push. I don't think it, I don't think there's enough stomach for anywhere uh, in, in this country, at least in other parts of the world. Yes. For another sort of lockdown, shutdown, anything like that. But I mean, <laughs> we got to get Fauci out of there. I mean, this this is this has been some sort of a psyop, the likes of which uh, will go down in history. Well, and that's the reason 
that I'm bringing it up, ladies and gentlemen, because, look, I get that everybody can choose as they will, and I'm okay with that. But when the government literally promotes facts that they know are lies, and then they teach you that that's the factor, and then later we find out they intentionally, knowingly lied. That's a different discussion, ladies and gentlemen. They could say, well, we didn't realize the spike protein was the problem. But their evidence in their studies showed they knew that there was a problem. They may not have been able to explain it end-to-end as they can do hindsight. I get it. But they literally criminally lied and got people to make choices based on the lies, believing it was the truth. Okay, that's my problem. And now they're ready to crank up the truth ministry? So that they're the only ones that can, quote, tell the truth, James? Wait a minute now. I got kicked off Twitter because I reported out of Israel there was a report that said the elderly are dying more from the vaccines than they are from the COVID. It was in LifeSite News, and it was in some large news organizations in Israel. I dared to report on their reports, and Twitter shut me down. I sure wish I had the money to sue Twitter because this evidence vindicates me big time and prove that they shut me down based on the lie they bought too, James. This is what I was getting at a moment ago. So uh, with something as serious as whether or not you're going to inject yourself, your wife, your children with an unproven vaccine, that is a huge issue. Uh, So too is election integrity. And any other issue that you talk about on this program, Sam, but they don't want there to be a free exchange of ideas, a debate. There's no diversity of opinion. This goes back to the uh, disinformation governance board, as they're calling it. We could call it the Ministry of Truth out of Orwell's 1984. Uh, we know that the open exchange of ideas allowed Trump to beat their person, Hillary. And now you've got uh, the uh, woman who was formerly tapped to lead this organization talking about how we need to affect behavioral change and uh, install media literacy training. Now, that's really rich because of all of these uh, stories. Again, we named just a couple here, whether it be guns, whether it be uh, COVID, whether it be election integrity, the media speaks with one voice. You would think of all of the outlets, think of all of the different outlets, all of the different networks, all of the different major daily newspapers, all of the different reporters and journalists who work for all of these different organizations, and there is no difference of opinion on any issue ever think about that ladies and gentlemen whatever the issue whatever the publication whatever the broadcast whomever the reporter or journalist is there is no difference of opinion on these issues and that's scary and it's even scarier when you have uh, the knowledge that somebody as wicked as michael chertov one of the co-authors of the patriot act are going to be put in charge of this uh uh, this uh, new quasi-government body. And that is a reason for the first time in my life, Sam, I mean, when left to atrophy, the Republican Party gets flabby and weak and, and they want to revert back to uh, to being watered-down liberals. But for the first time in my life, I think I can say in some substantial ways there is a difference between the two parties. And, you know, when we saw the Republicans just a few weeks ago, a few days ago, vote unanimously against this new so-called domestic terrorism bill, which isn't anything of the sort. It's just another restriction of freedoms, uh, you know, power grab. But 
there is a difference between the two parties right now in some ways and in some very important ways. So uh, it's going to be interesting what happens in the mean in, in the midterms. We really need not that they deserve to win, but the Democrats certainly don't deserve to stay in power. So uh, it's 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 an important election this time. All right, ladies and gentlemen, <clears throat> midterm elections are coming. <clears throat> Democrats unable to deal with election fraud. Bottom line, though, this Ministry of Truth board is back, ladies and gentlemen. Think about this. We thought we stopped it, right? Not so fast. Disinformation board is back. And um, I don't really hear Republicans speaking out too much about this, James. Soviet-style censorship rising to a whole new level with the, quote, relaunch of the Department of Homeland Security, DHS's disinformation board. All right, now think about this. The Republicans are the ones that put the Department of Homeland Security in place in the first place, by the way. But now you've got the censorship board back on steroids. The new speech czar is worse than the first one. James, do you want yeah, to? Yeah, well, uh, it, it doesn't get much worse than Michael Chertoff. And yes, the Republicans have been historically bad. They don't deserve to be in power. They don't deserve to 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 uh, be the unintended beneficiaries of the Democrats going so far off the wells into wokedom. I mean, typically they work hand in hand to to, to take you uh, down a slow path to perdition. But the Democrats have decided to. Uh, to really uh, mash down the accelerator for whatever reason. And you do have, as a result of that, and as a result of Trump, and as a result of really a lot of things, a radicalizing in the best sense of the word, a radicalization of the Republican base. I think, you know, the terrorist activities and the wanton arson of Black Lives Matter certainly played a role in that. And you do have now a few Republicans that are speaking out on it. You have people like Marjorie Taylor Greene and Lauren Boebert, and you know, obviously Rand Paul's already been there, and you've got a few others that are doing it that, that would not have been doing it you know 10 years ago uh but no they need to be speaking out more about it but uh i don't care as much what they say as long as they vote against things like this and try to stop it And with power they could do that but of course every time you get in them into power uh they they typically let you down uh they were a little bit better under trump of course because they had somebody that was a you know a little bit of chaotic uh, and, and not uh, handled by the the gop establishment as trump was uh to keep them in line but you know i don't know but i do know this let the Democrats have control of power, and it'll be your worst nightmare. Hang tight, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, the new censorship board, Soviet style, it's going to get worse. Trump warned of this, uh, but it got worse under Trump's watch, and now it's getting worse under Biden's watch. Interesting how all the wheels on the train fall in line, huh? Liberty Roundtable Live. You know where the solution can be found, Mr. President? In churches in wedding chapels, in maternity wards across the country and around the world. More babies will mean forward-looking adults, the sort we need to tackle long-term, large-scale problems. American babies in particular are likely going to be wealthier, better educated, and more conservation-minded than children raised in still industrializing countries. As economist Tyler Cowen recently wrote, quote, by having more children, you're making your nation more populous, thus boosting its capacity to solve climate change. The planet does not 
need for us to think globally and act locally so much as it needs us to think family and act personally. The solution to so many of our problems at all times and in all places is to fall in love, get married, and have some kids. Have you ever heard of Loving Liberty Ladies? Well, the Loving Liberty Ladies are here to help you learn our American heritage and the way it affects today's society. The Loving Liberty Ladies also have a discussion guide called Proclaim Liberty. And with this guide, you can start your own group in your hometown. Get yours today on our website at lovingliberty.net. Look for our lesson supplements, too. They're free. To hear all the special offers and to join the fight for freedom and liberty, please go to lovingliberty.net. The spirit of the American West is alive and well in Range Magazine, the award-winning quarterly devoted to the issues of the American West. Each issue contains informative articles, breathtaking imagery, as well as the culture of cowboy spirit today, and gift ideas like this year's Buckaroo calendar. Order online from rangemagazine.com. Loving Liberty Network salutes the spirit of the American West at rangemagazine.com. Live and on your radio, ladies and gentlemen. So not only did they know that the vaccines would kill people and cause people to get the cocoa, they promoted COVID like nobody's business and anybody who dissented was a terrorist. Now the Soviet-style censorship continues. It started with Donald Trump, really. Uh, Donald wasn't really ready to stop people from being abused over COVID. He was fine with good old uh, whacked-out Fauci up there. He didn't do anything to stop Fauci. But now the Soviet-style censorship ratchets up, rising to a whole new level with the relaunch of the Department of Homeland Securities. By the way, that's a Republican creation's new ministry of truth. It's a shame. And even the courts aren't standing up for truth. Former Clinton campaign lawyer Michael Sessman was found, quote, not, I repeat, not guilty of lying to the FBI. By a federal jury, no problem, no lies there. So again, Hillary doesn't get locked up by Donald, and now the courts go ahead and dismiss Hillary's lawyer. Not guilty, James. The system protects its own, does it not? Uh, this is uh, how the system was designed to be, and you, you've got nepotism. You've got people who are in it uh, for their own best interest and to advance their own selfish agendas, and certainly not an agenda that would put America first, not to... Uh, borrow the trump slogan but i mean that is of course what we are after all i mean charles Lindbergh was saying in the 1940s long before trump but yeah it's it's a wicked and it's a corrupt uh, a corrupt system and uh, we thought that uh, trump could have been a guy or i guess our best hope would have been i don't know if we ever really thought it but our hope would have been hey this is a guy that's a little bit unpredictable maybe just maybe he'll be able to do something but at the end of the day we got to understand he was only just the president the president doesn't have um a whole lot of power in this in, in this system. Uh, he had more than he could have done more than what he did. But yeah, it's uh, we, well, we got a lot of hey, problems, he, Sam. He went. We got out. apathetic people. He went out. Now what he wants people. to do is have you elect him again for twenty twenty four. Is kind of the idea, I guess. Let's hear the details. Trump's on the campaign trail again. He is, Sam, and he's coming back to Memphis. Now, the, la the, the last time Trump was in Memphis, I was in the room with him, and I think uh, between me and you and Trump and Trump Jr., we made about uh, $100 million worth of uh, publicity 
uh, for either the Trump campaign or whatever it was. I mean, there were days I would wake up six months after the fact. We did a live broadcast from one of Trump's rallies. And, uh, of course, I had press credentials, and I was broadcasting live from the press pen. And, of course, uh, the, the media wants there to be. Now, look, I was there. Uh, as a as a talk radio host who offered a different opinion on the thing and that cannot be allowed and for nine months from that time in uh, early march of 2020 all the way through uh election day and beyond uh, we were in the news just about every week and i'm talking about new york times washington post you name it but that was the last time trump was in memphis now, he's not supposed to give press credentials to people like us. Now, of course, uh, what didn't get as much press was the fact that we were also, Sam, as you well know, in the in the room with him in Cleveland, Ohio, when he accepted the nomination uh, to be the Republican Party's nominee for president that year in that historic moment. And then, of course, we were at his inauguration as well and just a few feet from him. Uh, so that was a that was a wonderful year. And then, of course, uh, his administration took off and uh, didn't really deliver on, on some of the hopes that uh, at least I had. But he's back in Memphis uh, so many years later, and that's going to be this June 18th. And he's traveling with uh, what he calls the conservative dream team. And that includes his son, Donald Trump Jr., Candace Owens, Mike Pompeo, Kimberly Guilfoyle. Uh, that's, uh, I guess, Donald Trump Jr.'s mistress or whoever. Now, hold on. Is. Hold on. Do you even know who that is? Well, she was formerly the girlfriend of Gavin Newsom in California. No, 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 no. Hold on. Stop. The wife. Is, is, is he who is she Kimberly? she was Newsom's wife well okay she was his wife and then she became a conservative don't you know and of course a Fox yeah. News personality and now Donald Trump Jr. left his his wife to be with her so I don't have a lot of respect for that but anyway she'll be there uh <laughs> I wonder how she got that job uh, Dinesh D'Souza will be there and we've been talking a lot about 2000 Mules and maybe we'll talk a little bit about Mo, Mo Brooks in the next hour uh, and Sheriff Mark Lamb, who I think you uh, have some information about. Yeah, I know about. Sheriff Mark Lamb. Mark Lamb's supposed to be willing to get to the bottom of election fraud. Time will tell if he does. We've been talking to him uh, off and on about our press conference and about our efforts, and he's very supportive uh, so far. So we'll kind of uh, work on that together, and we commend him for his work. The question is, is how much of this tour will be about exposing vote fraud and doubling down on this? But Dinesh D'Souza and Mark Lamb, uh, we should see some movement on this like you haven't seen before, James. If you go to AmericanFreedomTour.com, you can get all of the information for yourself. I'm looking at it right now, and I'd really like to, to, to relay some of this information. I think it's interesting, to say the least. But, yeah, I mean, so, okay, uh, forget uh, Kimberly. Uh, you, you've got some speakers there that are going to be interesting. And Sheriff Mark Lamb, it says it gives a little uh, snapshot of what they're going to be speaking about. And it says Mark Lamb will be speaking about why blue lives matter, how to ensure proper law enforcement, uh, ways to defend your Second Amendment rights to bear arms, how to protect the border and save lives and what you can do to make a difference. Now, Mark Lamb has spent some time as a. Uh, officer of the peace in Pinal County, Arizona. And, of course, we got a history with Pinal County uh, with going back to Paul Babu, who was the former sheriff there, and people, listeners of TPC may remember that. But if you want to go, if you want to go, it's in Memphis, Tennessee on June 18th. And I went to the to the site, and I said, well, this has got to be wrong. It says it starts at 8.15 in the morning. That's got to be 8.15 p.m., surely. But, no, it's an all-day event, 8.15 a.m. until 5 p.m., and you get all these different speakers. But here's what I thought was pretty interesting, Sam. There are about 10 different levels with regards to ticket purchasing. And it starts at uh, 
the general seating, $9, you're going to be in the overflow area. And then they've got a seating chart, and each tier you go up, you get a little closer to the stage. So you go general, citizen, eagle. Yeah, dude, but it's big money to do anything real. Well, yeah. Okay, so if you just want to get in and have a decent seat, that's going to be at the Liberty level, and that's $295. Now, the real perks begin at the VIP level. That's 795 So for $795, you get a ticket. And with that comes not just ticket to the event, but a photo op with Don Jr. and Kimberly Guilfoyle. All right. And a reception with them and a Q&A breakfast with Dinesh D'Souza, which I think could be interesting. Uh, so you do yeah, get so some. Let me explain uh, this. Let me explain. You could take a picture with Gavin Newsom's <laughs> ex-wife, Donald Trump Jr.'s concubine for $795. <laughs> That's exactly right. And a breakfast with Dinesh. Of course, we saw Dinesh, and we've talked to Don Jr. God knows. Everybody knows that story. And we did that for free. But anyway, uh, but yes, you can, you can meet them. But that, 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 that's where the perks begin. Now, you go to Delegate, $995. You're going to get to rub soldiers with Candace Owens. All right? And then uh, it goes up to Chamber, Ambassador, Cabinet, Congressional, uh, Congressional's Twenty nine ninety five. That's not twenty nine dollars. That's two thousand nine hundred ninety five dollars, and uh, that gets you a few more perks. You go all the way up to the presidential level. That's thirty nine ninety five, and then you get to sit closest to the stage, and that includes the picture with Don uh, Junior and Kim. Breakfast with the Nest. You get to meet uh, Candace Owens, but then that's at thirty nine ninety five at the presidential level. You want to meet Trump? You want to meet Trump? It's market price. They don't even have the price listed for what that would cost. But there is an option. It's called the Patriot tier seating, and it says click to contact us to get the price. Uh, so it looks like every tier starts to go up at that but level. But we know, hold on, we know it's more than five grand, right? It's going to be at least five grand. So it's thirty nine ninety five at the presidential level. The congressional level is twenty nine ninety five. The cabinet level is yeah, but the highest one is four grand now. And we know that the one they're asking, saying, "Hey, you know, get a hold of us for pricing," has got to be above that, right? Got to be at least five grand, correct? But for that, you uh, get to attend a meet and greet with Donald Trump, President Trump himself. It says a private roundtable discussion, whatever that means, and a, a photo yeah, op. Hold with on, the what it means is you don't really get to meet with him. You get to sit in a round table and you might get a turn to talk uh well you'll you you could at least get to say hello with your photo op so if you're going to take a picture with him you're going to be close enough to say something to him but that's going to be at a minimum of five thousand dollars which you know hey how many presidents have there been in the american uh, experience uh, what 46 now so to meet one out of the 45 five grand if you got money it might be something to say hey you know guess what i'm at the president today maybe it's worth yeah. it if you got that money i don't know if it's worth it for the average citizens but for five grand you get to meet donald trump if you want to in memphis on june 18th and you get to hear all those other speakers but it's a pretty convoluted uh, ticket pricing structure they've got now there. i but find you can this see for yourself <clears throat> i find this interesting from the website james you know they've always pitched donald's an outsider right correct all right well listen to the phrasing here on their own web page get your tickets now this is historic must attend event feature featuring america's top insiders and influencers Live and in person. Register today, James. So you're going to meet with the insiders. Now, I've told you since Donald walked down the escalator that he was an insider. And now, ladies and gentlemen, they've admitted it 
on their own website. I told you so. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. You can be an outsider when you need to be and an insider when you when you need to uh, uh, ratchet up those ticket prices. But it's uh-huh. all you can look at all for yourself, ladies and gentlemen, at AmericanFreedomTour.com, AmericanFreedomTour.com, and uh, Memphis, Tennessee, June 18th. Guess now, who's going, Sam? Guess, I got to tell you who's going. You want to okay. report from it? It's not me. You're going. I, 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 no, I can't. I, I can't. You I just can't. James, I, listen, come on. I can't James. go from having press credentials uh, to the press pin to the Republican National Convention and to the inauguration and then demeaning myself and buying a ticket. But you know who can? Keith Alexander. Keith Alexander, my co-host. He, I, he's actually the one I learned about this from. I didn't even know about it. He said, well, guess what? Trump's coming, and I bought a ticket. Now, he probably bought the $9 level ticket, so he'll get to watch it on TV from somewhere inside the arena. But he will be there, and we'll have him tell us all about it. So uh, we will have somebody there. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I'm just telling you right now, though, you got to hurry and get your uh, tickets now. Okay? Because I'm telling you right now, on Friday, June 3rd, two days away, you understand, ladies and gentlemen, the price is going to increase, James. <laughs> it does say, yeah, if, if $5,000 wasn't enough for you folks, believe me, they can, they can uh, pour it on even more. Yeah, you can sit into a roundtable with Mike Pompeo. It's very <laughs> limited. You can <laughs> get a early access to the venue. If I had Monopoly money, though, I'll tell you the truth, Sam. If I had Monopoly money, if I was stupid rich, uh, I'd pay five grand to meet a president, you know, just to say I did, I guess. Maybe say hello and say, you know, hey, what about throwing me under the bus, buddy? You got a lot of free hey, press off me and Sam Bush. And, and let me let me tell you the problem that I'm having, though. I appreciate that you can say he's a rock star now. You know, he went from uh, apprentice to president. Uh, and now he's the vote fraud accusatory king. I get it. But is it really appropriate for him to go on a tour and charge anywhere from three hundred to four thousand dollars, and then the secret pricing is above that. Pitching that you can meet with an insider—is that really what you want from the guys that you believe will fix the country? I don't mean to be crazy I, I and think- belligerent here, but look—is that the kind of people you want to fix your country? No, especially when you're talking about a billionaire. So, yes, I mean, he's a guy who should be doing this on his own dime because he loves the country. He's a former president. He doesn't need the money. I think we held him to a different standard. He did do probably better than any other president in my lifetime. That says very little. But, yes, these prices are outrageous for a guy who is a billionaire and is supposed you know to be I doing this do? because of his love for I think we should see if Bill Clinton compete with Donald Trump. I think we could just <laughs> buy a little piece of Monica's dress. If you were to buy a little piece of Monica's dress, a little piece about the size of your fingernail. You could frame it, and you could have Monica's dress <laughs> in your hands. You know what I mean? I'm How much saying. to meet Bill? That's a question. I'm just, all right, ladies and gentlemen. Hour one of the can. Hour two coming up. Sam and James, God save the republic. Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. 
All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans. Sam Bushman on your radio, hard-hitting news that I refuse to use, no doubt, continues now. This is the broadcast for June 1st in the year of our Lord, 2022. This is hour two of two. Sam Bushman, James Edwards, breaking down the news that I refuse to use just for you today. Commentary and thoughts and views and etc. Thepoliticalcesspool.org is James's website. Incredible radio live every Saturday night and around the clock, 24-7, uh, on his website, thepoliticalcesspool.org. Check it out. Three hours of incredible insights and talk radio. Uh, and so Michael Sessman found not guilty by the jury. He didn't lie to the FBI, even though he did. Uh, now Donald Trump's on a massive campaign uh, tour. All right. The American Freedom Tour is coming to a, quote, theater or a town near you. It's time for conservatives to get motivated and to stand for freedom, ladies and gentlemen. They say and defend freedom, whatever that means. The way you defend freedom now is you give Donald, who's kind of broke. I guess the poor guy's kind of broke after his presidency. He's kind of lacking in cash. So they got these tickets, 300 bucks at a minimum for the nosebleeds. Right on up to four grand for kind of premier, but not premier enough now. If you want to get the Patriot <laughs> one, you got to go above and beyond four grand a ticket, baby. Now this is happening in city after city after city after city. This is a billion-dollar tour. Here's what they're going to do. They're going to try and... They're going to chant, lock up Hillary. They're not going to get it done. They're just going to chant that, okay? They're going to go ahead and tell you you've got to build a border wall. It looks like a sieve, and it does. They're going to go ahead and tell you that, hey, everybody's being slandered by the mainstream press, and it's true. They are. And, uh, and then uh, what you do is you what, meet, greet, and retreat, and spend your money with the Donald because he's on running things on a shoestring these days. I'm just telling you right now. Uh, and now they're going to talk about vote fraud, but I don't think they're really going to get at the bottom of vote fraud. I don't think they really want to. I just think they want to use this as a stumping money-raising tool. So you've got to have Dinesh D'Souza on tap, uh, et cetera, ladies and gentlemen. The American Freedom Tour is coming to a theater near you, James. I, I don't mean to be rude, but now that I've discovered this, that they're charging this kind of money, it's not like they're charging $29 because they got to pay for the venue or stuff like that, folks. We're not talking about that anymore. What we're talking about is if you want access to the president, all you got to do is pay money. It's a flat-out pay-to-play scheme. Literally promoted in your face with no shame, James. It seemed a little high for his base, uh, which, you know, includes people like me, uh, you know, middle-class people, no, working-class people. Hold on. No, it doesn't. You're not included. I'm not included. We're not part of the base anymore, my friend. No, they That was the first that. time go around when he wanted you to believe he was one of the people, right? <laughs> now he's an insider. Well, he says so himself. You're not one of them, James. Well, for the people who voted for him, it seems like oh, it's a little high. Yeah. Uh, and uh, Those people. And, it, you know, it's an arena. It's not even a theater. This is a full-fledged arena. and It's an arena tour. And I will be interested. This is one thing I will ask my uh, good friend and, and longtime co-host keith alexander when he goes number one where did he sit <laughs> and, he's probably not even and gonna how, go. how, we'll see i'm gonna follow up with him he told me he had tickets that he had uh, he and a lady friend were gonna go we'll see if he actually goes it's on a saturday it's on a saturday so it'd be perfect because this thing ends at five our show starts at six we could have a real good uh, report i'll never forget though the show sam you and i did you were you were hosting from the studio i was there on the scene we were broadcasting the show live on this radio network while Trump was speaking about 50 feet away from me. It was a 
pretty amazing thing and the, the publicity it spawned. Not that we did so as a stunt. We went there to report the news to our audiences, as we do. But uh, that that was just uh, that was next level. But anyway, if he does go, give you tickets this time. Why don't you just go ahead and fill out the media form there, James? Well, uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> you can just waltz right in. I'm James Edwards. Hey, Don Jr. Me and you know, you go back a ways, my friend, and let, you know, let's see how Trump deal. That's you know, why I say not you. See, they couldn't jettison us fast enough, James. Donald Trump Jr. did say on uh, a televised interview that his discussion with us would follow him for the rest of his life. That's how impactful it was. And it was on Super Yeah, that's Tuesday why you got to go there in person and say, hey, Don, it's James. I just say thanks for all the, the press, I guess. But, uh, it, yeah, I don't like being thrown <laughs> under the bus. But I did, I did appreciate the credentials <laughs> to the convention and the inauguration. So that was nice. But so if Keith goes, I will be interested to know how many. This is the point. I would actually like to have him report on what he saw, what he heard, what the atmosphere was like. But how many people paid these prices? Like how many people were sit, seated in the back of the arena and how many people were down on the floor with those, uh, you know, 1,000, 2,000, 3,000, 4,000 plus dollar seats? That's very going to be very interesting. I'm going to have to make him go. I'm going to have to just make him go. Somebody's anyway, I, I'm really disappointed, though, because I believe, look, is this really to get to the bottom of campaign fraud? Election fraud, vote fraud, is this really to uh, you know what help build America, or is just this just a a you're going to see a rock star in Donald Trump tour? Uh, because look, you've got Donald Jr. building a career on this. I mean, he wants to be in politics too. Now he's up and coming. You've got Donald Senior, who what is he trying to recover his finances or what? You've got Kimberly. Uh, you know, I don't know her deal. Um, but she's gone from super liberal wife to conservative concubine. And we're supposed to <laughs> lot that as, as really awesome. It's just incredible. I mean, maybe you could touch Kim's arm. You know what I mean? Uh, I'm just saying it's weird stuff. And then now you go to Dinesh D'Souza. I get that he needs to make his money back from his movie. But do we really need to be paying like three grand to sit down and have a Q&A with Dinesh about vote fraud? Or should I've the Q&A... Should the Q&A promote tickets just to see the movie? How much do we need to get out of every person? What's the ROI for this thing? For uh, okay, I, I'm just, I'm, frankly, I'm offended, James. I really am. Well, I, I, you know, in listening to you, Sam, and I can see why you would be. A billionaire, yes, I, I don't expect him to go and, and, and rent these arenas out all on his own dime. It needs to be at least, at the very least, a break-even proposition. But uh, money-making, well, I, get that. I don't mind thing. a nominal fee, James. I don't mind if you say, look, it costs 30 bucks to see Donald Trump because, hey, the venues are expensive and we've got to have crowd control and security and it's expensive. I get it. I'm all okay with that stuff. And, you but know, if you are going to do a meet and greet. bucks for a nosebleed, it's more expensive than a rock concert, James. And it has to be a little bit of a price to meet him because if you just charge 100 bucks, you know, he can't meet 5,000 people. I mean, it's just, you know. He doesn't need to. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He doesn't need to meet 5,000 people. Well, Why does I mean, he need if, to meet all those people for a fee? Well, I'm just saying, if he is going to stop and take a picture with you, it's going to have to cost. It's going to have to be a little bit prohibitive, or or else you'd never be able to to get to everybody. You, you understand? I mean, it would just yeah, be too. Many I just people. don't understand why five thousand dollars. I don't understand why you got to take a picture with everybody that has money, separating the classes in America. Well, he'd be there if all you're day. James, if he you was can't there get to... formula for your baby, but you can buy five thousand dollars seat to see Donald. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying in moderation. 
uh, this is an excess. If, if he's going to do that, okay, I understand that's going to be a little more than the, the $20 general admission ticket. But I, I wanted to see what – well, $20 is nothing. $20 gets you in the overflow area. It really it really starts at uh, you know 95 and $200 but, uh, to get in. And that's still in the nosebleeds. But what is Kim going to be talking about? What is Kim going to be talking about? You, you mentioned who she was and her background. So what's she going to be talking about? I don't know about? what she's going to talk about. I, got I think it, she's going to be very right conservative. I can tell you. Okay. I got you. I got you. It's, it's how to exercise your First Amendment rights to defend American values, because that's what she's all about, American values. Understanding liberal incompetence and how to wield conservative strength. I guess you would kind of understand that, though, being with Gavin. and, and <laughs> So she can maybe uh, harken back to that experience. Uh, how to take back our economy by fighting to secure the borders. How to use your voice to protect the American way of life. Well, that's all decent issues. I don't know why she's the authority on any of it, though. Because she's with Donald. I mean, I guess that's it. That, that's what I'm I can understand you Mark Lamb, a, a, you know, a, a sheriff talking about issues like that. And I can even understand Dinesh talking about some things because he is at least a filmmaker. I really don't know what her accomplishments are except, uh, <laughs> well, you know. Don't go there now, James. <laughs> it gets rough <laughs> fast, buddy. But I want to tell you, so look at that, though. I, I, I don't really get the agenda of the tour, though. All right. What is what when I get done? Let's just ask this. When I get done with this tour, let's say I spend three hundred or four grand, doesn't matter which top or the bottom of the barrel. Um, when I leave, what am I going to know and do and be for America that I don't already know that I haven't already done or that I can't be? In other words, what's going to happen to people when they get done? James, I don't see it moving the needle towards liberty at all. Well, it's a fan. It's it's a fan event. That's what it is, and it's a, it's different than the campaign events that were so raucous and so. Hold on a minute. You're telling me now that the country is just in on a train wreck path, and we're supposed to go to a fan base event with Donald. Well, I'm not saying we're supposed to go. I'm saying that's what it is, and I I sure want one guy to go. So well, I they hear want all us about to go. They're begging us to experience. go, James. Get your tickets today. Get them before Friday, or they go up. You got to hurry, James. I can get that $9 satellite uh, ticket. It says you will not be in the arena. I, I guess you have to watch it on TV in the parking lot. I don't know what that is. but uh, Yeah. So, right. I don't know. Wait, it, look, is it worth five grand to go you meet the this president? Reminds That's me the of? question. This reminds me of the guy <laughs> that had a discussion with his wife, and she goes, you know, honey, I want to go out to one of those places where they, like, you know, make the food right in front of you and, and all that kind of stuff, cook the food right in front of you and stuff like that. I really want to go to one of those places. And she was begging her husband to go to one of those places. And so he said, I took her to Subway, and that's when the fight started. Uh, Sam, I got bad news for you. Yeah. The thirty nine ninety five tier. Now, remember, anytime you go to a restaurant, you see market price, you want to stay away from that <laughs> item because you know it's going to be expensive. We don't know what the price is to meet Trump. It says click for details. But the thirty nine ninety five. To sit in the presidential section, which doesn't get you with Donald, but it gets you close to him. Thirty nine ninety five plus taxes and fees. That's actually forty three forty four fifty six. You got three hundred forty nine dollars in taxes and fees. Yeah, you got over four grand, and you might be in spitball distance, right, James? No, no closer than we were at the inauguration. I can promise you. Hang tight. This rounds is a battle. Live. A battle between truth and deceit. A battle between forces that would enslave this country in darkness and between a media that wants to present you with the truth. We are being censored. 
America's news outlets no longer provide the truth. 90% of news outlets in the United States are controlled by six corporations. The mission of the Epic Times is to chase the truth, to ground all statements in fact. TheEpicTimes.com. We at Freedom Factor have a passion for our shared American heritage and want to help restore some of that American pride by emphasizing the documents that made us Americans. Our goal is to put pocket constitutions into the hands of every American and in every school. This effort requires your help. Order your pocket constitutions and browse our website at FreedomFactor.org to learn how you can help spread the message of freedom. Read it, know it, share it. FreedomFactor.org. If the COVID-19 shot is safe and effective, then why are 20% of healthcare workers refusing to get it? If the COVID-19 injection is safe and effective, then why is big tech silencing anyone who opposes it? If the COVID injection is safe and effective, then why is our federal government's reporting system recording over 14,000 deaths from the vaccine and an additional 650,000 plus serious adverse reactions. If the COVID shot is safe and effective, then why did Dr. Gert Vandenbosch, recognized as one of the world's chief vaccine experts, risk his entire career and his reputation to plead with the medical community to immediately halt all COVID-19 vaccinations, calling mass COVID vaccinations an uncontrollable monster? Doesn't sound very safe and effective. Maybe it's time to call a spade a spade. At no time in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. Paid for by Ammon Bundy for Governor. VoteBundy.com. Gentlemen, I've decided that I've redefined the term president back in my day, but now Donald's kind of up the ante on me. You can meet and drool over Kimberly <laughs> Guilfoyle. You can go ahead and drool over Candace Owens for a mere price of $4,300. That's if you go by yourself, James. That's what we were just talking about during the break and what I was trying to shoehorn in before the, uh, the, 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 as the music started. So I was just, I clicked on it while you were talking. I clicked on it to, to you know, go to the page where you would actually purchase the ticket. Now, again, to sit in the presidential level doesn't mean you get presidential access. That is at the next level, which is click for pricing. Uh, but, but I clicked on uh, the presidential level, which is the, the, the highest tier short of the tier you'd need to meet uh, President Trump. And at this level, of course, you get to meet Don Jr., Candace, uh, Kimberly, and Dinesh. But it's thirty nine ninety five. That's the base. But then there's taxes and fees of three hundred forty nine dollars and fifty six cents for a grand total of four thousand three hundred forty four dollars and fifty six cents. Again, four thousand three hundred forty four dollars and fifty six cents for a single ticket. But this is the thing: how often do people go to events? Alone or as an individual for something like this, for an event, you know, one of the great things about events is the shared experience, right? So you'd at the very least probably want to take your wife or girlfriend or somebody. So that's two tickets. Then you're approaching 10 grand. If you're a family of four, I'm a family of five now. If I was just a family of four, that'd be close to 20 grand. And if it was you, Sam, with your family, it'd be a million dollars. <laughs> You, you would wow. fund his campaign if you bought a ticket at this level. You would fund his campaign for you and your wife and, and all of your, your brood. That'd be, I mean, I can't even, it'd be, I, I can't, I don't even know how, how much it would be for all of your kids. Uh, 
it, it would be you know un, it, you couldn't you know, it'd be uh, yeah no uh, no problem to say it's, the least it's chump change now I got a question though how much are the hot dogs you know when you go to like a, a, a uh, an entertainment event like a baseball game or whatever you at least get some hot dogs or some nachos or something like that do they have any like treats that. and stuff. Yeah, you know, that's what they call theme park pricing. That's right. You go to a basketball game or a concert, you're paying, you know, $10 for $11 for a hot dog and stuff. <laughs> $12 for a drink. So, yeah, that's on top of, that's in addition to. Uh, yeah, Woo! unfortunately, unfortunately. You used to the get 40... for 9 bucks the, the tub of popcorn, and then you get a refill. Now they're like, nah, because of COVID, we're not even going to give you a refill. <laughs> that's called progress, ladies and gentlemen. This, uh, yes, you would, you know, there's nothing in here about this, you know, for that. You wouldn't 43, want cocoa on your corn, would you? <laughs> for that forty-three no, hundred dollar individual ticket, ten grand for two, you don't even get a free Coke and hot dog or popcorn. No, <laughs> they man, can at least give you just, that. Yeah, you could go to the Trump Hotel though in advance and eat a steak, probably. That'd be cheaper too. Yeah, you know, wow. If they had one if they had one in Memphis. That is, I just look at that thing, James. And I don't mean to be rude, but to me. You know, they call it the America whatever tour or whatever, right? American Freedom Tour. It'd be, it, it would be freedom. freeing of your bank account to, to attend it. Yes, it would. You'd give all your money liberate your bank account. Freedom. You'd have no uh, responsibilities for bank accounts. I, I look at this, though, and I just go, I don't mean to be rude, but isn't it the mockery of America, James, almost? You literally have a pay-to-play scheme right in front of you. If you want to touch Kim's hand, you want to, like, you know, do an air kiss to, to Candace. Uh, whatever, you want to shake Denise's hand, you want to hear Donald or whatever. Literally, they're talking highway robbery prices. Just well, out I, of control. I, I can go to some of the most famous rock concerts for cheaper than this, right? You know, that's funny you mentioned. I, I was wondering, and with VIP access and you get to meet the people, I guess, you know, it's economy one-on-one. You charge what the market can bear, which is why I'm very interested to see in a place like Memphis – uh, how many people turn out for this thing in this arena that seats thousands? I, I'm, I was thinking though, who would I pay that kind of money to meet? I, I can't think of. You got to sell your dog the to get the money to go, James. You got to have to sell a kidney or something. <laughs> it's just, it's just uh, again, if it, if it was reasonable, who would you want to meet I'd the most? Something. Hold on, hold on. A, a live people today, because we got to take a live people, because otherwise it'll be like forest or somebody awesome but not alive right but who right. alive would you want to meet today the most on the planet you know i i'd probably See, say for frankie me, it's my wife well come on but i've already you know but yeah we live with them I, I know, you, it's funny saying, you say though. that though. it's funny you say that though because i was going to say earlier there's nobody that i'd pay this much to spend time with and if i had a pick who i'd want to spend time with it would be my family but yeah i mean i don't know uh yeah, I okay, like is there anybody the you really want to see that bad to where you'd pay big money to go see? I can't think of anybody I would pay that to see. And how much would you pay met. to see Frankie Valley, Valley even? Well, uh, a couple hundred bucks? Yeah, and I've done that. I've done that. So, right. uh, okay. See, to me, that's normal on a very extreme, unique event. But look, we're talking 20 times that, James. You know, you pay $200 to, to get, get a, a real concert, ticket to this thing. Look, the $9 nosebleed, not even in the arena, don't, doesn't even count. To get to the yeah, nosebleed well, certainly... in the arena, 300 bucks. Yeah, 300, right? 300 nosebleeds inside, and you're not getting anywhere close to any of the, the talent, as they call it. I, yeah, 
I I can't I certainly can't think of any politician I'd pay that money to meet. I I can't I wouldn't pay I might pay a couple hundred to meet the President Trump because he was the president. But I certainly wouldn't pay Jack to meet any of the other people on this tour. Nothing. But uh, yeah, if, 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 of of all of them I would say Mark Lamb would be the guy that I think's probably the most stand up. And I don't know that much about him, but just what little I've read, I don't know anything about him, never talked to him. I would say that's a guy that's probably, you know, really sincere in all this. The rest, you know, varying degrees of insincerity uh, with Guilfoy being at the bottom. But um, uh, try, I, would pay, I would pay a couple hundred dollars to meet a president, sure. Or at least President so Trump. So literally, literally the government lies on COVID, telling everybody that, hey, these vaccines are safe and effective. Turns out they lied. They knew that your chances of getting COVID increases and your chance of death increases because of the spike protein. They gave it to everybody. Anyway, Donald Trump was the key man to make that happen. He was the Operation Warp Speed architect. But you could say, wait a minute, Sam. Hold on. Everybody else did that under him. Donald didn't. No, 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 no. Donald pushed that and even today won't back away from that despite the evidence against him. You can blame it on Fauci or any other downstream person you want to. But I'm holding Donald responsible for this one, James. You're not wrong in that, Sam. And he was a mixed bag. That's what made him so frustrating was that you thought that he could have been more. But then the other president, Bush, Clinton, Bush, going on back, obviously Biden, Obama, you don't expect anything from him. With Trump, I expected more. That's why I think his his failures uh, sting a little bit more. But I I, I will give this to his dying credit. I mean, you know, obviously the right to life. uh, Roe versus Wade's never going anywhere without Trump. You've talked about that many times. I think the biggest thing that I liked about him, though, was his irreverence uh, and total disrespect, which was totally warranted toward the media. He he really eviscerated the media's credibility by mocking them at every turn and, and, and showing them to be what we know them to be. And I think in doing right, so, now hold on. really... Hold on, hold on. If that's true, beyond rhetoric, then he should be more than willing to let you in as a new media man, an honest person who has been fair to Trump over these many years, he should let you in as a media personality to cover this event, James. Well, of course he did uh, the first time. The, the only time I we've know. ever asked, he did. Now, Let's I, see know, if he does now. Well, I guess that would constitute us having to ask again. But, you know, he did let us in, and, and he let us in. And, you know, we were vetted by the Secret Service, so they had to know who we were. And there were other people that they didn't let in that applied for those same credentials. So, you know, we never really know what actually happened. They still maintain that plausible deniability. But, you know, in point of fact of what you're saying, he did allow that when he was running for president, which was certainly more valuable of an appearance than than this would be but uh, i did like what he did with the media and uh, of course the left thought he was much more of a threat to the system than he'd proved to be but he caused them to become so hyperactive it was because of trump that you had the rise of blm and all of this anarchy and terrorism and hatred that i think really woke up the republican base to the realities of the threats we face from the left i think he was uh, at the very least indirectly responsible for that so for that and for those reasons i would say you know because of those reasons i would pay a couple hundred bucks to meet him, if that's what it took. I wouldn't pay anything to meet Bush or Obama. I say I'd pay 200 to meet a president. I would pay 200 to meet that president for those reasons. Anyway, I find and that does an it, absolute disgrace. I, it doesn't absolve him of his shortcomings, and it certainly doesn't take away from what we're saying here. Five grand to get in the room, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy for a billionaire to charge that. Ladies and gentlemen, and look, you know, billionaire or not, are you really you know, on the We're Going to Restore America tour? Is your real goal to I, fire sorry. people up for liberty, or is your goal to bring in cash? 
Well, if you're going with the fire things up for Liberty, you'd have a better cast than, uh, you know, th- than this. Uh, th- you you would have some more heavy hitters. But you know, you got to. Wait a minute, you don't think Kim board. can fire everybody up, Liberty buddy? She's the Liberty yeah. Mama. I would say this though. Here's how you do it. I said, you know, he can't meet with everybody, but you could have X number of tickets for, say, $500 to meet the president. And after you sell out of 100 of those, then, you know, that's all the time he's got to sit and say hello to 100 different people. That's a reasonable allocation of time. So instead of charging $500, I'd rather go see the Rolling Stones, man. Hang tight. Everybody (laughs) round table live. Protecting your liberties. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Lance Pride. The U.S. Supreme Court on Tuesday blocked a Texas law that prohibits large social media companies, such as Facebook and Twitter, from banning or removing users' posts based on political viewpoints. The vote was close in a 5-4 to four decision. Matt Schurz, president of the Computer and Communications Industry Association, argued the law violated the corporation's First Amendment rights. As the U.S. economy continues to struggle mightily, the cost of everything has gone up so much, Americans are spending thousands of dollars more every year on the things that were affordable when America was energy independent. Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen admits on CNN she pegged the economy wrong when she said inflation was transitory. Look, I I think I was wrong then about um, the path that inflation um, would take. USA Radio News. Paid for by GovMint.com. Have you heard? The United States Mint has issued the Morgan Silver Dollar for the first time in 100 years. Not only that, but they are also minted in 99.9% pure silver for the first time ever in history. Coin experts are calling this an amazing opportunity for anyone that knows the enduring popularity of Morgans. But you must hurry. Only 175,000 legal tender silver dollars were issued. These Morgan Silver Dollars are brand new, bright and shiny legal tender coins minted by the iconic Philadelphia Mint. Just call one 1- 800-888-7630 and you are guaranteed a new 99.9% pure silver Morgan dollar. The first time in history this has happened, but with limited quantities you must call now to order. To learn more, call 1-800-888-7630. If you order now, you will receive a free collector bonus, a $25 value free with every order. Call 1-800-888-7630 now to secure your new Morgan silver dollars before they are gone. That's 1-800-888-7630. Uvalde School Police Chief Peter Arredondo, who was in command during law enforcement's severely delayed response to the mass shooting at Robb Elementary School, was sworn in as a member of the city council on Tuesday. Also, Texas Department of Public Safety said Uvalde police were no longer cooperating with its investigation into the massacre. A series of misinformation has plagued the police department. As the old saying goes, you don't miss it until it's gone. Most Americans blame President Joe Biden, not Russia's invasion of Ukraine, for rampant inflation plaguing the U.S. This according to a study released Tuesday. The Convention of States Action Trafalgar Group survey found almost 60 percent of people identified Biden's policies and spending as the leading contributor to rising inflation in the U.S. Biden told reporters earlier in May his administration's policies are helping not causing inflation and high gas prices. In the USA Radio News Midwest Bureau, I'm Katie Lewis. USA Radio News.
I don't mean to be offensive, but this is like carnivalish. But it's expensive as all. Get out, ladies and gentlemen. They're calling this thing literally the American Freedom Tour. Uh, and four grand. And I thought about that and I thought, how many people could pay the $4,000? I don't know. Memphis, Tennessee, not an election year for the Donald, really. Midterms coming up fine in several months, but whatever. Uh, let's say, what, 100 people might do the four grand deal? It's a lot of people, really. But a hundred people at four grand is four hundred thousand dollars, ladies and gentlemen. Now, in the old days, they used to have carnivals, and you could kiss a girl for like you know whatever. I I want to know how much it would be if I just you know if somebody just kissed Kim and Candace. You could kiss <laughs> both chicks, man. You could show you're not a racist in the process and everything, and you just kiss Candace and kiss Kim. And how much would that cost? Well, you know what? Be, that you is know, something. That could so. be. That that's an idea. Don't give them any ideas, but uh, you get a picture, and, and again, you used to could do this. You'd have the kissing booth at the fair, whatever. You kiss Kim. You, you, she wears more makeup than Donald. You're gonna you're gonna have to go uh, wash your face after that. But Candace, no, you never you wash. Kiss, hold on, you never wash your face again. Buddy. <laughs> uh, you, you could you know <laughs> kiss Candace on the cheek, get a picture. That's your get out of racism charge free card. You know you pay that you pay correct. a grand and you get a you get, you pay a grand two grand and you get uh, you know maybe just you get to hug her or something. You you, you get you got that photo you can show next time you get accused of racism you get to pay for that you privilege put that you get photo up and you kissing kim and candace and say i'm no respecter of persons <laughs> see i'm just a good dude man it's crazy what you mentioned though sam now that the we're chicks i, I it, never you know? thought i thought we, we didn't i was looking at this when i was waiting to come <laughs> on the air this morning and i said in the opening segment i got a story maybe we'll do a segment on it. i certainly didn't expect like a to carnival for rich people james this is insanity man but you mentioned a hundred tickets at the four thousand dollar tier. That doesn't even get you in to meet Trump. But that's a, that's 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 four hundred grand, uh, and that's just at the highest level. You got all these other levels, and you got all these. That's only a hundred seats out of a, an arena that seats thousands. So I mean, you have the opportunity for them to come in there with the bag and make millions of dollars for you know a few hours of their time. What I was saying before, if Donald wanted to look good, you want to be a populist. You want to look. I, I said, and I do. I do still stand by this okay it's it's unrealistic for him to be able to meet and even take a picture and exchange you know a couple of seconds of platitudes with each individual who comes to this thing you got to have some sort of a tier but instead of making it price prohibitive you just say okay you know five hundred dollars not five thousand dollars but maybe five hundred dollars you get to meet the former president of the united states you get a photo op a couple of seconds five hundred dollars and you just max that out at say a hundred people and once the tickets are gone they're gone and and that's it but you're not gouging people and it still kind of makes you look good you're spending time with the real people and not just the the super rich because again you're supposed to be an outsider now you're an insider but now if you cap the number of tickets you could do it cheaply and still you know, be able to meet uh, some real folks that are voting for you. All right, now check this out. Let's say I do 100 people the top tier, not the off the charts. You can't get the price tier, just the top tier that they announced pricing for, okay? I do 100 tickets, four grand a piece. That's 400 grand. Now let's say the bottom tier, the nosebleed, the $300 tickets, I sell 1,000 of those. That's 300 grand. Between the top and bottom tier, doing 100 tickets each is all. Seven hundred thousand dollars for a one-day event, James, and we didn't even touched reality there. How many people will do nine-dollar tickets? Well, <laughs> all I know, I know is I look at I this thing. It one, is a Keith money Alexander. pot. 
that puts America to shame. It's a disgrace on the. It's a blight on the republic, sir. It, this you is have not really about got it. liberty. This is not about freedom. This is not about anything but come see a star stud and give us tons of money for the privilege. It's all we're talking about. They don't have a blueprint to rebuild America. You know, you mentioned this. You, you have me shifting in my seat. I'm literally shifting in my seat now as you do the math. I mean, we were talking about it. You can wrap your mind around an individual ticket. But you've extrapolated it just to 100 people at the top tier, 100 people at the bottom tier. That's 200 people that are going to attend this thing in this cavernous arena. Obviously, there's going to be more than that. I don't think it'll sell out, especially at these prices. But uh, even at just 100 in the lowest tier, 100 in the highest tier, that's 700,000. And obviously, there's going to be a, you know certainly more people than that. Uh, and and then, you know, you're talking about, quite realistically, these people making millions of dollars to come in here. And to rent an arena like that, it doesn't cost that much. I mean, this isn't the place where the NBA team plays. This is a smaller arena, a few thousand seats. It's not a 20,000-seat arena, but it's a big place. It can hold a lot of people uh, where they're going. And and you said even if you do get to meet the president, you're not – obviously, he's not going to look to you as, as, as a – policy expert or an advisor but you know you just say you 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 pay this much to meet a man you want to be able to have a genuine exchange with him you say you know i'm really concerned about the border and it, it, as you said it would just be a couple of seconds of empty platitude yeah me too i'm really working on that i'm, I'm uh, what would he always say i'm monitoring the situation and that would be it for for that so uh yep they're gonna be making some money that's for yeah, sure and i you asked know you, what you need to do James, how is your... i've been trying to fix the border for a long time you got to really push on getting my my people that i'm pushing for congress you got to get those guys elected that, that if you really want to help james so now you're going to go to get guidance from the president to tell you what you should do see you're going to pay big money to see donald so he can tell you what to do for four thousand dollars you know, would your money be better spent funding honest talk radio using the news the network choose to use at LibertyRoundtable.com or or a couple of seconds with Donald? Well, actually, four thousand doesn't even get you that. You got to go to the next level. And uh, I, I would say this: if I met Donald, I said, you know what? Uh, I I know I'm partly responsible for your uh, for your election, and we got a lot of publicity for that guy, Sam, on this network. And you know, the very last fundraiser that Hillary Clinton did, you know, I think I've I've mentioned this before. I'm sure I've told you. Uh, the very last, I've got it right here. I'm going to pull it up. I saved it. It was HillaryClinton.com. It was the weekend before the election. Elections, of course, on Tuesday. HillaryClinton.com. James Edwards, talk radio show host, who lists his location on Twitter as the Confederate States of America, said, so much good stuff coming from Trump. I want deportation forces. Cut the funding to sanctuary cities. The hits keep coming. And uh, Hillary Clinton's website wrote, this is how Trump and his extremists supporters see america and this is how they'll shape our country if we give them the sand, uh, the chance literally the last fundraiser she did before the election uh involved me so i you know i think trump uh, really owes me a free ticket we got him a lot more than four thousand dollars worth of press hey what number is donald president is he 47 he was oh my god yeah that's such an easy obvious question i, know, I don't know I, I think it was 45 right well 45th president. I think. So you want to know what I'm going to call this thing? The extortion 45 tour. <laughs> so here's my headline. Can you say extortion 45? Yeah, that's, got a, right? that's kind of snappy. That has a ring to it. Can you say extortion 45? 
Um, I, I think that Americans should not go to this in protest and just say, you know what, Trump, you've lost your mind. You've lost your direction. You started out coming down the escalator telling you're the people's guy. Your sons come on the radio and tell us how they learned to drive truck and work in the field like the average Joe. Then they turn their backs on us and betray us, even though they're the ones that asked for the interview that we granted them. And then they turn it around and pretend that we bait and switched and, and betrayed them. They lied. Uh, and now, in addition to that now, then the next go-round, Donald's, well, at first he spent his own money to get elected, and then the second time he spent the taxpayers' money to get elected. Now he's telling you that, well, he ran on an outsider plan coming down the escalator, but now he's an insider. And you know what? You can meet him for a, a nominal fee. A nominal <laughs> fee, James. Uh, three grand. No, that doesn't get it. Four grand. Well, you can't see Donald. Four grand plus, you know, contact us for pricing. We might give you a discount. You know, you bring your whole family. Well, normally it'd be 30 grand, but we'll do it for 20 just for you, James. We'll give you a deal, buddy. You know, buy one, get one free or something, you know. 20 grand for a family of four to hear a public servant, which is what he was supposed to be, speak. And his entourage, which, uh, you know, he's plumbing the depths there, I think. Uh, I like the sheriff. Dinesh is, you know. I agree with him on some issues, but I don't know. I don't know. Definitely not the all-star team. Uh, who would be a good entourage that I would like to hear? I'd probably like to hear – I wouldn't pay that money for it, but, I, you know, Rand Paul would be better. Uh, who are some of the good guys? I mean, we should be able to count them on one well, hand. Well, you're going to be able to go to Freedom Fest, and you're going to be able to meet me and Richard Mack and, and all kinds of people. I'd pay more for that. Now, check this out. We're going to have a dinner that's, I think, going to be 100 bucks for dinner. And that's going to be the, a fancy, nice dinner, too, though. You're paying for the food, and you're paying for the venue. You're not really getting us rich. You're just covering the cost of the of the, the servers. It's a hotel. So, as you know, meals alone at these oh, kind of hotels yeah, listen. are like 60 bucks alone. Okay, you know, we but, do. So we're going to do that dinner. It's going to be 100 bucks, and you're going to meet Sheriff Richard Mack, myself. Um, we're going to have several people at this event. Uh, I, this is what I'm talking about. I get the meeting. I get the covering the cost of the facilities. I even get saying, hey, I can't spend my time to be there for free, so i got to have an honorarium. But the people they're naming that are speaking in this whole thing, what is there, 10 of them, maybe? 10 people? Not quite that many. Well, Not they say and others, so what does that oh, mean? Oh, yeah, yeah, they're and others, and more, that's right. And, okay. So, yeah, you'd say so maybe 10 people, even if you give them all $10,000 honorariums each just to be there, that's only a hundred grand. You ran oh, out they're the making money. They're, they're, they're making know, out like they... They're making out Liberty like Roundtable Live, ladies and gentlemen. Final segment in seconds. We're moving along to a Fox interview in seconds. In message one, we said that Satan, the father of lies, John 8:44, gave the left evil, spiritual power the more they used the lies. The political left today is the beast. Now the Bible confirms that the dragon gave him the beast his power. Revelation 13, 2. The extra evil spiritual power that comes from the beast by their lying is what accounts for the string of the leftist criminals in the government that have never yet been prosecuted. It also explains why American capitalists support communism in the 21st century. Note 1. That behavior of capitalists was predicted by Vladimir Lenin, a cell of the beast. Note 2. Henry Ford was a capitalist, and he would have never gone communist. The difference between Ford and the present-day, end-time capitalists is that Ford was born and educated in the Kingdom of Christ, 19th century America, the New Jerusalem, Revelation 21. 
The Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit legal foundation committed to protecting our unalienable right to publicly acknowledge God. The Foundation for Moral Law exists to restore the knowledge of God in law and government and to acknowledge and defend the truth that man is endowed with rights not by our fellow man, but by God. The Foundation maintains a twofold focus. First, litigation within state and federal courts. Second, education, conducting seminars to teach the necessity and importance of acknowledging God in law and government. How can you help? Please make a tax-deductible contribution, allowing Foundation attorneys to continue the fight. You may also purchase various Foundation products as well at morallaw.org. Located in Montgomery, Alabama, the Foundation for Moral Law is a nonprofit, tax-exempt 501c3, founded by Judge Roy Moore. Please partner with us to achieve this important mission, morallaw.org. I want to dedicate this song to Mr. Rupert Murdoch. I'm calling hashtag extortion 45 on this one, James. It is out of control and a disgrace to the country, uh, in my opinion. They're literally mocking the nation and getting rich uh, while the nation truly goes straight to heck in a handbacket. It's a shame. Let me highlight this um, discussion to kind of make the point. So there's Mo Brooks, an Alabama uh, representative uh, in Congress. His name is Mo Brooks. And uh, Trump endorsed Mo. Uh, And then Trump pulled Moe's endorsement and yanked it from him uh, because Moe wouldn't go along with President Trump's narrative. All right. And so Sandra Smith of Fox News on Sunday had on Moe and they talked about a lot of things. It's a really long clip. I ignored the gun stuff they talked about. Uh, And I'm going to have Cameron play this, but I'm going to tell him to pause at a certain spot because there's two kind of topics. One, I completely disagree with Moe on. And the other one, I absolutely do agree with Mo on. Uh, here's Mo Brooks on with Sandra Smith. Now, Republican Congressman and Alabama Senate candidate Mo Brooks. Congressman, welcome and thank you for joining us here on Fox News Sunday. Thank you, Sandra. The president and I had many conversations between September 1st and his decision to unendorse me that revolved around his being reinstated, uh, revolved around his wanting to rescind the election. And I can understand him wanting to do that, okay? He was robbed in my judgment in 2020, in his judgment he was robbed. And so I can understand that desire. Uh, The conflict was when I would explain the law does not permit us to do that. Our one shot at reversing the election, our one shot in an election contest under the United States Constitution and federal law is on January 6th. That's it. That's the final appeal date. So anything we do after that has to focus on winning the 2022 and 2024 elections. We can use what happened in 2020 as a motivation to try to get better election laws to use as a motivation to win in 2022 and 2024 to save our country. But what is now done in 2020 is irreversible under the United States Constitution and the United States Code. And I'm one of those who believes in law and order. I'm not like it that that's the end game but that is the end game and just to go on the record there has been still no evidence hey, pause rewind to where she starts and he just ends uh, before the next clip cameron in the meantime though i disagree with mo brooks on this and let me tell you why number one the american people went on january 6th to congress and asked them to look into vote fraud and what government did is create an insurrection and they mocked the majority of the peaceful people that were there and created a false flag 
We have evidence. Revolver Magazine and others have evidence of provocateurs running the peaceful rally, the peaceful assembly at the Capitol off the rail. And then Congress, because of the, quote, threat of their lives or the insurrection, then sidesteps and never uses the opportunity to look into the election fraud at all. They sidestep it. That is their primary responsibility. Mo Brooks is right on that. But this idea that there is no way to look back, that was your one shot, it's over, it's done, stick a fork in it, is a lie. Because there's no statute of limitations on fraud, ladies and gentlemen. And if they literally committed fraud in the election, then they committed a false flag insurrection to cover up the fraud so that it wouldn't be looked into by members of Congress. You can't tell me that you cannot go back and revisit a fraudulent case with an insurrection behind it intentionally so to cover up the crimes. Okay, you'll never make that stick. So I believe Mo's completely wrong on that. And shame on him. Look, we cannot skip what happened in 2020. Because otherwise what will happen is we'll look at 2022 and then something bad will go there. And they'll be like, well, 2022 is over too. you got to look to 2024. Oh, you know what? We've had 10 election cycles. None of these seem to stick. And they go on with this dishonest narrative again. Okay, we have got to hold them accountable. If there was criminal activity, let's prove it county by county and prosecute to the fullest extent of the law. If there are those who are making allegations of vote fraud and they can't produce the evidence when they really get the opportunity to, that's a different discussion. Right now they claim we don't have any evidence, but yet we never get to put our evidence in front of anybody. Proof in point. Hey, if January 6th was our only shot, how come the people never got the shot then? Congress never looked at it. The people went to ask Congress to look at it. They created an insurrection, never looked at it. How is that our only shot? So, you know what? Shame on you, Mo, for that. However... Then Mo stands up when she says there's no election fraud and he delivers a home run. Here it is. Tweet that you're not going to comply unless certain conditions are met, including testifying in public. Should we expect to, if you are indeed served or have been served, to see you testifying in public before this committee? Well, I have to get with my colleagues who have been Uh, purportedly subpoenaed at least they say they have been served I don't know why I haven't and some of them have I Mm -hmm. guess with Kevin McCarthy uh, he went out of his way to accept service but I've looked at some of their communications to the uh, witch hunt committee and I believe that some of their communications have merit but the things with me that I require is first it's got to be public it's got to be something that you at Fox News can have a camera on so that the American people can see it no more of this clandestine meeting stuff secret meeting stuff involving the public's business no more of these little leakages, okay? It's got to be in public. It's got to be congressman to congressman. It's got to be limited to uh, issues associated with January the 6th, and it has to be after this Senate primary is over with. I don't want this witch hunt committee, Nancy Pelosi, trying to interfere with a Republican primary election for the United States Senate in Alabama. All right, so that's the end part where they asked him, what about this January 6th committee? Are you going to go along with a subpoena? And he's saying, no, it's a sham. It's got to be transparent or I'm not doing it. I get that. But now, Cameron, you got to roll back to right where you pressed pause in the beginning because that's where the clip is where he doubles down and defends uh, the truth on election fraud against this Fox News host and highlights the 2000 Mules clip. Let's see if we can go ahead and rewind to that spot. Just start at the beginning and I'll tell you, I'll have you fast forward because we lost our place. 
Go ahead and, and just play Alabama the clip. Senate candidate. Right, now fast forward the clip. Congressman, welcome and thank you. What happened in 2020 as a motivation to try to get better election laws to use as a motivation right, to win in 2022. And, and James Baker, Ronald Reagan, White House Chief of Staff on the other, back in 2005, who analyzed the systemic weaknesses, the systemic flaws in okay, our election rewind. system and warned us on well, what you just spot. This is important. Well, saying that, but that is absolutely false. Okay, rewind absolutely well, a little bit more. Five false. more seconds. Or proof provided that there was any okay, uh, sort of film game but that is the end right, game. here she is and just to go on the right, record listen. there has been still no evidence or proof provided that there was any uh, sort of fraud in that well, no, that's wrong don't, that no, I don't know why you people I, in the media just, keep saying just, that but that is absolutely false that, that is absolutely false you keep note, saying though, it every time but what, that's absolutely false, false you had 150 congressmen and senators who absolutely disagreed with you on what you just said so what are you calling them what are you calling them when you say 150 uh, Republican senators and congressmen looked at the voter fraud issue and said there was a major problem. What are you calling the Commission on Federal Election Reform, a bipartisan ref, uh, uh, mm -hmm. committee uh, with Jimmy Carter on the one hand and James Baker, Ronald Reagan, White House Chief of Staff on the other, back in 2005, who analyzed the systemic weaknesses, the systemic flaws in our election system and warned us that elections are going to be stolen if we don't fix these problems and those problems are, were not fixed. Okay. So I don't know who's telling you there's no evidence, the, the but that tells me you haven't judges, done your homework. I'm sorry, but judges, that's the way it is. The courts and the judges that have... No, no, the courts... No, wait, time out. Don't go into that. Don't go okay. into that. All right. Don't go into that. Up, though, the courts do not note. have the... Wait a minute. No, no. I'm getting, I'm getting in the last word on this one because you just made a false statement, okay? The courts are not the final arbiter of who wins federal election contests. Congress is. That is required by the United States Constitution. That is required by the United States Code for congressmen and senators and the president. So don't be surprised that courts quote, don't usurp... The power just that is quote, authorized the United States Congress. Let me just quote the GOP commissioner in Wisconsin in the Wall Street Journal uh, today. Printed and I will read it verbate. He said, there is no evidence that election fraud is the reason Trump lost in Wisconsin, and that is not for lack of looking. His advice to your party is to pivot away from these conspiracy theories focused on the issue that affects Wisconsin families and their pocketbooks. Sir, I want to move on to January okay, 6th then look and at ask the, you look about at the, the Look at the judge's opinion. Look at the judge's opinion in Pennsylvania that talked about over 2 million illegal ballots cast. That was their court order. Look Sir, at have the, you been uh, Special investigation of a former Wisconsin Supreme Court justice who found significant voter fraud at nursing homes in the state of Wisconsin. Okay. Look at the 2000 Mules documentary that has come out. Look at how many mass mail-out of ballots been, there were across okay, the United I, States for which we have no security. Okay, um, and, and that has been looked at and fact-checked by multiple outlets, including Reuters, who have debunked that as any sort of proof that there was widespread voter fraud. I'm sorry, but other people have fact-checked it and find you absolutely wrong. Sandra, but keep going 6th. with that story if you wish. Okay, thank you, sir. Respectfully, I want to move on to January 6th and the committee. Right, Have you, you been subpoenaed? So bottom line is Fox has had a blackout on talking about 2,000 mules. You wonder why. Even Tucker Carlson. And now Donald Trump pulls his support from Mo Brooks. Uh, and now Mo Brooks is the only one doubling down on vote fraud on Fox that has the guts to take Sandra on. He literally said, no, you're lying. You're not telling the truth. Yeah, you have courts and fact checkers, but look, the evidence is courts and fact checkers have agreed with us too. Okay, there is plenty of evidence. There's also now people going to jail in Arizona over vote fraud reality, election fraud reality. People are going to jail now, the first fruits uh, of uh, these investigations we've been conducting. And if there's really 150 members of Congress 
that believe that there's some kind of vote fraud going on. How come they didn't get a chance to vet that on January 6th then, if that was our one shot? Answer, because a false flag insurrection was created to prevent it. Every time they claim there's no vote fraud, well, Congress never looked at it. When Texas filed against other states for manipulating their voter laws without authority, the, the court shut it down and didn't even look at it. Just said, you don't have standing. Ignore it. So the courts haven't dealt with this honestly and openly. And Mo Brooks, the only one to have guts to stand up and take this on. Where's Rand Paul? Where's Mike Lee? Where's all these other people to double down? We need to make sure that the mainstream press can't even have a single discussion without us asserting this reality and pushing this envelope. And if the American people don't push on this now while they have the window of opportunity, we'll lose this chance forever. James. Sam, uh, I had a lot to say about this. Mo Brooks is actually one of the ones that Trump should have on this tour. And this is one of the things that was so maddening about Trump is that he demands loyalty, which as a man, I can understand, but he is not quick to reciprocate it and to give it back. Mo Brooks is fighting for his life there. Trump pulled this uh, endorsement. Now he's uh, going into a runoff with the Chamber of Commerce Republican Katie Britt, who's cute, and that's going to help her. She's young. And Mo Brooks may very well be unseated. And this is a guy that's fighting for Trump. Not only should Trump be down there campaigning for him, he should have Mo Brooks on this tour doubling down. I really liked what Mo Brooks said in that. He really took that reporterette to to task and uh, mentioned uh, some of the facts. About 150 GOP senators and congressmen were uh, questioning this. And that was the one thing that was so crazy to me about January 6th. You had all these people who were challenging the results on the floor, but then you had a few interlopers walk inside the the people's house there, and then they just dropped it. Well, one thing has nothing to do with the other. Whatever happened that day doesn't negate the fact that there are questions. We know that there was vote fraud. My question always was, was it enough to overturn the election? And that's what I don't think there's ever been an answer for. We know there was fraud. There's no, no question about that. Was it enough to tip the election? That's what they never did, uh, they did go on to discover. And... Mo Brooks is one of the ones still fighting for it, and that's in, on, on Trump's behalf, and Trump's hanging him out to dry. And, James, you know what we even have? We have four sheriffs looking into vote fraud right now. One of the sheriffs has already con- is, uh, given his investigation and report saying that there is vote fraud in my county, and here's the evidence. And the DA laughs at him and goes, that was a great campaign stunt, Sheriff. But, Sam, you don't even have to worry about that. That reporter that was interviewing Mo Brooks said, Reuters has debunked it all. Reuters de- debunked it. That's it. That's all you need to know. You don't need audits. You don't need sheriffs. You don't need anything. I did like what Mo Brooks said, though. It's not the, the courts that determine it. It's Congress. He was wrong about it being a settled issue, but he was right about everything else, and he did it with authority. Ladies and gentlemen, while that's happening, though, you can meet Donald for, four, well, not even for four grand. No, that's too low. You can kiss Kim. Well, no, that's not an uh, option. You can view from afar for four grand. And they want to fix America, ladies and gentlemen. I'm telling you right now, what a what a disgrace. Two hours in the can, libertyroundtable.com, lovingliberty.net, share the love. God save the republic.